You're listening to That Park Live Podcast. From attraction deep dives to resort rundowns to cast member chats, they're here to help you live that park life. Here they are now. Beth and Greg. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to That Park Life Podcast. Here on the beats is Beth. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was. Remix. You're welcome, everyone. I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> we are here. We are here again. Thanks for joining us. We got a fun topic today. So today, yeah, we, um, we are now moving to another park in our rating ride queue series, mm-hmm. talking about Hollywood Studios, or as Beth says, hashtag not my MGM. Not my MGM. Yes. I got to make that shirt, man. Oh, I got to do, do it. it gotta do it i gotta do it but you know christmas is coming up and i gotta get on my uh i gotta get on that and speaking of that guys i dropped some new um i didn't tell you i was gonna say this but i dropped some new designs on the shop i'm very excited about one of them is one that we had in our previous um like previous shop like years ago that we had open that that was actually pretty popular so go check it out it's a people mover shirt um and i'm very excited about it and then i added some more stickers as well so there's some other stickers i'm adding there yeah ooh. Um, but yeah, so go check it out. Simplisticthrills.com. I'm also working on some other projects right now that are probably going to be added there. And I'm very excited about, but, uh, I won't, I won't tell you any more on that now. Greg, you are just all about this little clap today. I don't know what it is. You know what? Because we just before this, we recorded our our bonus episode for our Mm -hmm. Patreon peeps and we are including video. So now I just, I keep thinking we're on video, but no one can see this. It's just, it just, Beth has the distinct pleasure of seeing this. Yeah. It's good practice. I'm liking it. Um, speaking Um, of... Yeah, while we're on the subject, do you want to talk about it? Yes, and then I want to talk about one quick other thing before we jump into our big top, our big toe pick, as I've been calling it. Um, (laughs) We've uh, done a little refurbishment, so pardon our pixie dust over on the Patreon page, and we just want to give a couple of highlights of some of the new Mm -hmm. and exciting things that you might be getting over there. I know we've mentioned video, but I think the coolest thing of all the things we offer over there is the ability to join our live stream as we record our bonus episode. So you'd be able to see us and interact with us. So I'm really excited to be able to like kind of chat a little bit with you all, respond to what you're saying live while we record our bonus episode. Um, That's available uh, on our Patreon page. I think the energy is just going to be great. It's going to be good energy. I'm excited about it. You know, because I like you, Greg, but, oh. you know, sometimes it's, it's cool to We're going to pull more people you. in, right? We're going to b- b- put more chairs at the family table, and yeah. we're going to let more people sit with us. Um, we are also going to be adding virtual hangouts quarterly, so that's going to be something that um, we're going to be doing, hanging out, playing games. We're going to have different themes. It'll be, I don't know, we're going to change it up, but each quarter we're going to have a virtual hangout with our Patreons, and that's another thing that I'm super excited about. Also offering a trip planning session with us, so a mm-hmm. two-on-one, if you will, or maybe depending if you're not alone, if you have a, you know your family and stuff. If you want us to chat with you, um, you can request that on one of our uh, Patreon levels. Mm-hmm. We're also doing custom private mini episodes. So if there's something that you want us to talk about specifically for you, we will um, like record a little mini episode specifically on that topic just for you has to be appropriate not looking for weirds here <laughs> <laughs> not looking for weird yes um and some of the things you've been hearing already we're still going to be giving that out so discord access uh you know to our private discord channel 
We've got, uh, what else do we have in, in there? We've got ad-free versions of our podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like Greg said, we're going to be doing video stuff. What else we got? Um, access to my photo library. So the things you see us post on Instagram, I also have the high-res versions of them in a Google Drive account, as well as these backgrounds I've been working on for Zoom because I have to use Zoom at work. And obviously, mm-hmm. I work somewhere where it is magical. So I try to make my Zoom backgrounds magical. And I'm sharing them all with you um, over yeah. there on uh, Patreon. Additionally, there are some thank you gifts in some of the tiers mm-hmm. as well. And in some of them, you get mul- multiple thank you gifts throughout the year. Yeah, we're doing a lot of complimentary merch yes. uh, in in our our new tiers. So we, we do have four tiers. Um, so go check them out. Our The website is patreon.com slash thatparklifepodcast. You can see all of the information there. We hope you join us. Um, we're thankful for all of the people that have supported us for so long. So. We were just talking about how we're coming up on five years and it was time to revamp. And so, yeah, we're super excited about it. And we hope you join us over there on the pates. On the pates. pates. I have to share one thing. Speaking of, because I I ran into, well, I didn't run into, we planned it. But I met up with one of our our patrons. Shout out to Nathan, who came all the way over from the UK. One of our, the UK patrons. UK mate. (laughs) Cheers. I was uh, talking to Doug with an accent yesterday and he was like, how long is this going to go on? <laughs> I was getting real into it. You know, sometimes you just got to do it. But. but he's my witness because mm-hmm. uh, we were somewhere and uh, the like the the character coach was um, mm. at this resort and it was uh, Pluto, Goofy and number one. Okay. Donnie yeah. Duck. Donnie D. Donnie D is on the back. Donnie. Donnie. <laughs> and... Um, I didn't know Donald was there right away. We saw Goofy and Pluto first, and then I saw Donald in the back in the background. I said, "You're gonna have to excuse me. I'm gonna make a scene for a moment." And um, as Donald got closer, I was like, "Donnie, Donnie, number one. Everyone knows it. Donnie, Donald." And so I'm shouting. And I'm a grown man and shouting. And uh, Donald obviously can hear me because he's like ten feet away from me and is dancing. And I'll show Beth what the dance was. He was like putting his arms up in the air and going for it, and it was loving it. Um, so we we hype up our Donnie whenever we see him because yeah. he is number and one. And you embarrass the people that are with you that you whatever just met. they'll figure so it out. Um, yeah. Also, I have to call out. I don't know if he goes by Nate or Nathan. I've been calling him Nathan. Do you know? Uh, Nathan. Does he go by Nathan. Okay. Um, but Nathan was like, "Hey, I didn't even know that we could visit resorts until he started listening to our podcast." So I was wow. like, "Listen, you got to go to the Polynesian. Like Polynesian is the jam. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously you got to go to the Grand Floridian, but I was telling him about Polynesian. I was like, you got to go to Ohana. That's you where he was. The- That's where I met him. Right. Yeah. I was like, you got to go sit in the lobby. Well, um, I think he said they were doing breakfast. Yep. Yeah, they did a breakfast. But I was like, go back for dinner. Like one night, go back for dinner, but go like an hour before your reservation and just sit in the lobby, like get a drink from the bar and just chill out. The vibes in there are just amazing. It's my favorite. So I'm excited for him getting to go see like resorts and things like yeah, that while they're there. it's a fun time. We are back with our rating ride cues, this time over in Hollywood Studios. And as always, here are some of the things we'll be talking about. We'll be rating these cues on a scale of one to four stars. And we, just like the, the previous parks, we asked those of you who follow us on Instagram to rate these two. So we'll see how your ratings stack up against ours. When we are considering the cues, how are we, you know, how are we coming up with our ratings, talking about things like the temperature is there a lot of ac does it quote mm-hmm. move or does it feel like a stagnant line is there any interactivity things to do like what's going on 
So that's a little bit of background about our Rating the Ride cues. And we have five attractions today. And um, two of them, I don't, I like to, you know, I like to bring us into the, to the vibe of the queue, right? Two okay. of them, I don't have cue music for. One, because Rock and Roller Coaster is only like actual music and we can't really play like real, yeah. real music here. Yeah, and true. then um, uh, the other one doesn't really have cue music. So uh, let's. So that's going to go against that. <laughs> yes. So uh, let's start with Alien Swirling Saucers, an attraction with an unfortunate acronym. And if it's been a while since you've been over there. Uh, or if, if you just want to know what it sounds like while you're waiting in the queue, it sounds a little bit like this. Honestly, I could dance to that. Seriously. You've got a friend in me. <laughs> You're welcome. It's the diva version. Okay, so um, I'll get us started with some pros. I think the very like the very first pro on my list is. Uh, are there any pros? Yes, I have a couple. How dare you? First right, on my right. list um, is the music. So I know you know the whole point of the queue isn't necessarily to stand there and listen to music, but you can't help it because it's all outdoors. So you can hear everything. And, yeah, I'm like, uh, would you would you say it's cue music, even though it's really just the music from the ride? Well, it's that just, you're it overlaps, right? So, like, the music from okay. the ride becomes the cue music. Okay. okay. Don't deflate my balloon. <laughs> just so. saying, I'll give it to you. But all right, you're really um, blowing up some straws here. <laughs> in my notes, it says uh, sound slash music. So yeah. I, I actually do en- I do enjoy the music. Um, I'll mm-hmm. give you something else I like about this. I okay. truly find the ride itself mesmerizing, and I, I really mean that. So, like, if you ever stood off to the side and just watched the alien cars like weaving in and out of their like circles and stuff i like i have sat there for 10 to 15 minutes at a time not even on the line just watching it so as you're on the line um feel free to just take a little gander that doesn't really count for being in the line (laughs) what i'm saying while you're on the line or in the line in the line okay um you know keep your eyes uh, over at the at the track of the thing because i think it's don't don't yuck my yum i love watching it oh well get ready you're not gonna like any of this i think that there is a lot to look at for kids or fans of toy story look at beth is having a hard time with this (laughs) okay um i'm gonna hear you out yes it's i i just you know i don't want to give away my rating but don't worry it's it's not a great rating um to me, the cons are worse than the pros, but let's not get ahead. Um, okay. th- there are some things to look at while you're here, right? Like right off the bat, as soon as you eg- enter the queue, you have those, the guards, like with the pepperoni shields, which is a reference to the Pizza Planet uh, restaurant mm-hmm. thing from the first Toy Story movie. Along the way, you have the really big ray blaster that you like kind of are using on um, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spian. There is this big uh, control panel type thing in the line that says Gamma Quadrant on it. And it's got this big red button. And when you press it, like lights and stuff change. And that's really it, though. There's just a big switch. But it, it's like one thing that your kid will want to do as you approach it. And there's this big star command scanner with a wheel that you can spin that just shows like buzz in a couple of different scenes, if you will. And then, of course, on the ride itself, as you're watching from the queue, you can see all the aliens and the big claw and stuff. So it's like it's a lot of Toy Story stuff. And mm-hmm. one little uh, Easter egg for you to look at while you're while you're walking around the queue. See okay. if you can find the airlock alpha section, which has a bay one and a bay 13. And the way that it all looks and comes together, it winds up 
uh, being a reference to the A113, and that's that mm. alphanumeric phrase yeah. that you often see in a lot of Pixar things. Um, that is, uh, as they say, uh, refers to a classroom in California, Institute of Arts, which is where many founding Pixar artists went. So like, that's the thing they always like tuck into all the work that they do. A113. And my last pro is that there are fans on the line, on the, in the queue. If you want that hot human air blown into your face, if that's your thing, if you want your Beyonce moment with hair blowing your, your wind about blowing your hair. Um, mm-hmm. that, that's Making this that. face? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So good. It's so good. What are your pros, Beth? My pros are, you ready for these? Yes. They're very epic. It has a good bit of shade in the morning. Okay. <laughs> just in the morning. Um, also, there is a water fountain in the queue. <laughs> <laughs> those are my pros yay <laughs> yay all right well then so, what are your cons all right my cons are this line is all outside mm-hmm. so it is very hot there are fans but they like we just said they blow hot air on you so it is hot 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 in the afternoons especially when the sun comes around you're just standing like dead in the sun mm. there's really not a lot of shade um there are lots of things for kids to touch and leave germs on. That's what okay. I <laughs> It's kind of like one of those Winnie the Pooh things where it's like, yeah, there are some things, but it's mainly just kids like mm. licking them and hanging all over them and picking their nose and then wiping it on things. Uh, we've just seen a lot of stuff in this line. A lot of so stuff. Kind of gross. Um, and also, this ride has a very low ride capacity, and mm. so I don't feel like the line moves hardly at all. Yeah, it's one of those like stop and goes, and you're like feel like you're you're stopped forever, because there's not a ton of people that can ride the ride, and then you're like you're waiting, you know, before you move forward. Yeah. Um. So I think that the line moves really slow here. Yeah, I couldn't find any concrete info on ride capacity. I have some numbers for some of the other attractions we're talking about today, but I couldn't find anything concrete on aliens. So low that they're like, don't share it. Yeah, they're like, you know what? Let's not embarrass ourselves. (laughs) Um, yeah, all, I agree with all your cons. And although I mentioned some interactive things, like the the big red button you can switch to change yeah. some lighting it's stuff, like, it's not to other really stuff, it's, interactive. Yeah. 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 Right. Um, and if you are over the music, like if that music, that little bit that we just played here is too much for you, this is not the line for you because you can't help but hear it the whole time. You're hearing it over and over and again. Over and, and then over guess again. what? You're going to hear it when you get on the ride. Yes, even louder because <laughs> you're right in the music. mix. Okay, so your overall rating is... A one. Ooh, I'm giving it a one. I'm giving it a one. Okay. After I was, I was like, oh, I love it. I love the ride. Um, I think the ride is really fun, and I, like we just always laugh really hard when we're on this ride. And I think that the music when you're on the ride and the aliens going all that <laughs> stuff, you know, like that cloud. Like I just think it's funny, but I think the cue is crap. So <laughs> it's I'm not giving great. it a one. <laughs> it's not great, everybody. Let's not kid ourselves. There, what there are some giving? things. So you know, if you if you need to wait on this ride. I, someone messaged yeah. or responded to our story saying this is a ride that um, their child loves doing, but they hate it. So I totally get yeah. it, right? Like that. It's kind okay. of like a fair ride. It's, it's kind a bit of like bit fairish. It's a bit um, fairish. I gave this cue a two, and okay. totally respect the one because I I'm, I was in between a one and a two. However, we were not alone. Fifty three percent of our voters uh, rated the Aliens Rolling Saucer cue with a two star rating. Okay. All right. Another 28% at one star, which means 70, what is that? 71%, 81, 81%. 81% agree. That is, this this line cue is crap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Moving on to more Toy Story stuff. Yeah. Toy Story Mania. Oh, here's a little bit about what that cue sounds like. 
to let it finish i feel like i wouldn't be able to sleep it. if the melody yeah. didn't finish up there. okay do you want me to go through my pros first yeah, what, what are your pros for toy story mania okay um so this is kind of a flip-flop from the last one okay uh pros it is mostly inside pretty much once pretty much pretty much once you i mean i would say most of the time now even when it's like a 45 minute wait you're like going inside yep um so you're mostly inside air condition it's great in there there are lots of things to look at no matter where you are there are tons of things. There's not a ton of like interactive things, but there's just so much going on uh, and you're moving constantly, which is an, another pro. I like that the line is typically moving yep. most of the time. Like it could be a really long line, but you're pretty much moving the whole time. So there's always new things to look at. Um, there's a ton of details in this line queue. Um, you just kind of like take your time and mm. look through it. I mean, there's you're going to miss things. So it's not like you're getting bored. There's a lot of stuff to look at. Um, so I think the theming is incredible in here. Really great theming. I think even when, um, they had the line queue, like on the other side, like yeah. before they moved it, it was mm. still great. Yeah. Um, I, I loved those. I miss those windows that they had, like in the front part. Mm. I kind of miss that now, but it's still great once you get inside. Um, and then the interactive thing with the Mr. Potato Head telling the jokes and stuff like that. I think that's really good when you get up to that point. But um, really great theming. You're moving. It's inside. It's air conditioning. What's not to love here? Yeah. The only, well, well I'll talk about, I only have one con, but um, yeah, those are my main pros. Agree with you. Um, almost entirely indoors. A wee bit of queue outside, but I mean, don't get me wrong. They do use it, but it's not very often, at least not that yeah. I've seen. I mean, I don't um, remember, couldn't tell you when I've waited outside for that ride. I did a lot during the, during the vid because of the social yeah. distancing. Well, yeah, but that I mean, was more since recently, then, but not no, really. not, not so much. Um, yeah. when, uh, when Beth mentions there's a lot to look at, she ain't kidding. It, it could almost be overstimulation if you let yeah. it, but yeah. even it's room after room with like different stuff. So that very first room, it's got more of an outdoor scene. It's almost like you're not quite inside the, the carnival kind of thing yet. Mm -hmm. So it's like with the tents and the clouds, uh, in that room is a Peter Pan viewfinder. Remember the viewfinder with a little disc thing you put in yeah. the little... Yeah. Um, there's w at least one hidden Mickey in that room. So while you're waiting in that room, make sure you look around to see if you can find it. And then also in that room is a couple of monkeys from the barrel of the monkeys hanging around. There are a bunch of cards in there too, like on the floor from the Woody's Roundup card game, which is cool because now also in the Toy Story Land area is Woody's Roundup barbecue. Right. So like just kind of right. uh, bridging everything together in there in the next they got room. The monkey, it's got... Isn't that where they have the monkey in the barrels? Yeah. Yeah. Right there too. Whatever. You have the barrel yeah. of monkeys, monkeys, barrel of monkeys. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, in the next room, there's the big like game pieces that that kind of like pop out or cut out. So you see some of them like still on the page and some of them like mm -hmm. around town there. And it's the characters from the movie as well as the characters you're about to see in the game, the ride. There's the big Etch-A-Sketch that they have out there that like mm -hmm. puts trivia on it or like those um, like puzzle gram things where it's got like symbols you have to figure out like what the word is, where it says yep. bullseye or whatever. Uh, the, just like you mentioned, the Mr. Potato Head when he's working. And then on the ceiling yeah. toward the end, um, hopefully look up because it's the board game of, I think it's Shoots and Ladders and there's a bunch of Candyland stuff around town. There's so much There stuff. is the big versions of the little golden books, which I imagine we mm -hmm. all kind of know what those are from growing up. There's big Uno cards. There's the big canister of Tinker Toys. So it's like all of these toys from hopefully all of our childhood. And if yeah. you're there with little, little ones, then maybe you're explaining to them what some of these toys are. Mm -hmm. I love um, that there's even like little bits of like 
where it looks like a child has like colored on something or like yes. torn a little bit of something where you're like, oh, it, that looks like, you know, like a kid tore something. But it's like those are the details that are actually part yes. of part of that stuff. So and if you look really like cool. it looks like some of the interior is cardboard. Like I expect to yeah. go up to it and touch it and it feel like cardboard. And right. of course, it's not because it's, it's fake. Not. And um, same thing. Some things are like looks like they're hung up with tape and it says like grab mm-hmm. the 3D glasses and it looks like a kid wrote it because the whole point here is that it's this like is something in. created like this is yeah. a, a series of games that Andy created in the backyard. And I love and, the music. Um, I think the to, music's great. Wait, sorry, what? And I love the music. I think the music yeah, is the music's great. Like fun. it's not too like overly, like you don't really get sick of it to me at all because yeah. it's not this, you know. It's, it's like some, a longer track, I would say. It is, yeah, definitely a longer music. track. And it's some light Toy Story music. Also, don't forget to read the signs along the queue because they're often telling you what to aim for and giving you tips and tricks Ooh, for out. So make sure you're tip. reading the things. Some of them you kind of knew, like, you know, aim for the farther away things because they're more points. But there's a couple of those things to kind of get your mind in the game. Got to get your mind in the game yeah. if you want to win. Um, you did mention that it feels like the line moves fast. It's about 2,400 guests per hour. That's a high number. Of course, it increased when they added their third track a handful of yeah. years ago. So in a while, they had just the two, but they had, or yeah, they had the two, but then they added the, the third one around the way there. Very helpful. Makes the line fly by. Well, it's also it like faster. you kind of get sad when you get into the, like the end of the line, because that's when you enter Andy's bedroom. Mm. And it's like, you want to look at all the stuff going on in there. And sometimes it's like, come on, you got to get into your line. And you're like, oh, what I was looking at, like yes. I was looking over here at this thing. It looks really cool. Yeah. You're the like big in his plug bedroom. in the wall. Yeah. yeah. The big window. And but a lot of times if the, when the line's moving, they're like, come on, you got to get in your line to get in your thing. <laughs> so I just think that there's not a lot to hate in this line. Cube. Not a lot. So then so, what were your cons? My con was if someone farts in there, it's trapped in there and it lingers. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> That was my only con. The con is it's one big hot box. Okay. But I mean, the the air conditioning in there is always like dope. Like the okay. air conditioning is always going real hard. So. That is true. But I'm like, if someone's going to crop dust, it's going <laughs> to stick in there a little bit because there's not a lot of airflow. You know what I mean? And you're going to like do. do a kickback and you're going to walk right walk back right into, into it. right into it. So. Round two. Just saying. What about you? you um, I don't have any cons. I really couldn't think of anything that yeah. it was really worth mentioning um, as a, like a genuine con. Yeah. So uh, my overall rating was a four. Me too. A four. Wow, look at that. I think that was the first like four we've had, or at least for I me gave, at least. I'm pretty sure I've given out a four before. I don't know if I've given a four. I don't but think you have. I gave this one a four. And look at that. well, it's definitely the first that we've both given a four this to. This is so. true. And 53% of voters agree with us and gave it a four Good. star rating. Good. The next the biggest uh, option or next biggest vote was three stars three. so uh 87 percent say that it is either a three or a four star cube I wonder why aka said three. this is a good this is a good cube yeah i wonder what people didn't like about it maybe but... it was the fart clouds <laughs> maybe Ooh. maybe they're thinking the same no, thing was... <laughs> all right our next one is slinky dog dash and I think this is going to be an interesting one. I'm interested to see what the votes are, but do you have a sound yeah. clip for us? I, this is one I don't have a sound clip for. It's oh, hard to okay. find. It's hard to nail down some cue yeah. music for it. Just picture, uh, or just, you know, picture a lot of people screaming. Yes. Just a lot of that. A lot of that. You know, but uh, why don't you talk about prose? Sure. So I think this is more of an immersive story for the cue than Alien Swirling Saucer. I mean, there's mm-hmm. some general overlap in terms of like what they were doing here, but I think that the storyline makes it better so i think there's more to look at here and if you don't remember let me just quickly brief you on the story of this attractions cube 
or the ride itself, the story is is that we're in Andy's backyard, of course, and he's assembled a mega coaster play kit. And Andy has also left out some of his toys for us. Some of those toys being Jenga, Tinker Toys, Blocks, a Big Elmer's, Glue Bottle, Crayola Crayons. So as an adult, it's a lot of nostalgia. And for kids, it's probably some things they recognize and things they're still playing with. So that's mm-hmm. the story. But um, the queue itself, I think, has a lot of Easter eggs and nods to like Toy Story stuff and other games that, you know, we've mentioned. So my the big pro here for me is that like there's actually there's more stuff to look at than... Yeah on Alien Swirling Saucer. Keep an eye out for Andy's pink clipboard, which has a few stickers on it, including a Pizza Planet one, if you want to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, the height stick at the entrance to the queue looks like a game piece that you would move around the board instead of just a general, like a generic yeah. height stick. Right after you enter the queue, and we talked about this on our deep dive of roller coasters, mm-hmm. but if you don't remember, if you weren't with us, one, highly recommend, we did a whole series on all the roller coasters across property, but... Um, as a reminder, as soon as you enter the queue and you turn around, look up, you'll see that the back of the standby time sign is actually a dog tag that says Buster 234 Elm Street. And in Toy Story 2, they move to that address, the Buster, the, you know, the 234 uh, Elm Street. And this also explains why we don't see Sid next door, because in Toy mm-hmm. Story 2, he wasn't there. He um, if he was next door, perhaps we would have seen some of his evil toys in the yard. But we don't, because they don't live there no more. Also, twist, the... they're on Elm Street, and that's where Freddy Cougar comes oh, in. Oh <laughs> boy! And we're coming up on a Friday the Thirteenth, everybody. Yeah, um, right. Also on the queue, in the queue, you can see the T Rex quote original box. Um, right before the first launch of the ride, it has the big Al's Toy Barn sticker on it. So just continuing to pull you into the movie. And on that Al's Toy Barn sticker is a barcode. And the price spells out 11 1995 which of course was the theatrical release of Toy Story 1. So a little, a little nod mm-hmm. to their history in there. And uh, the last thing I'll mention in terms of pros of the queue, um, which again is really just like a lot to look at. I think this is one of those queues that builds some excitement for the ride because you get to see Slinky Dog go by. Uh, right. Similar to another attraction we have to talk about coming up momentarily. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think like you can just get too excited because you hear, you hear it go by, you hear people scream, you get mm-hmm. excited about it. So I like that. And you get to hear like the sounds of the ride, like Jesse yeah. and them going off and yep. T-Rex, all that stuff. Um, yeah, mine were kind of the same. There's just a lot of theming here. Um, when the sun is up, there's a good bit in the shade. I would say the morning sun is not the best because, mm-hmm. like, while there's a lot of shade for swirling saucers in the morning, when the sun is, like, just coming up, it kind of, like, hits a lot of the line cue sideways mm-hmm. it does. <laughs> when it's rising. But once it's up and you finally get in the shady area, like, it's good shade. Um, but, yeah, I would say the theming there is just better. So let's kind of talk about some cons. Okay. Really, it's the same as Swirling Saucers. It's Mm. all outside. There's no inside. There's no air conditioning. There are fans. But again, the fans are going to be blowing hot air around. Um, I would say it's not interactive. It's just mostly you're going to be looking at things and clues and whatever. There's just a lot of stuff to look at. So that's the difference. Not really interactive. Um, There's a lot of kickback. So they like really pack it in because the line's Mm -hmm. usually long. And I'm saying like pretty much when you get in that like middle area, I guess. I mean, it almost feels like how many times are we going to loop around in this one little area? <laughs> like you're kickbacking so many times and you're like, I feel like I just saw this person and you're going to see like the same, you know, when you're doing the kickbacks, you see the same yep. people like the whole over time. And over. Yeah. It feels like that in there. Um, Cause you're kind of packed in, but um, 
Yeah, I would say this line is the other con is like the line is pretty long. Do we have a mm. um, capacity? Yeah, fourteen hundred per hour. So That's not a lot. Not if a you lot. think about other roller coasters, uh, as an example, Space Mountain is like two thousand per hour. Now they have yeah. two tracks that are going simultaneously, so that's helping. Mm-hmm. So uh, not 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 high. So that's why the the capacity landed on my cons list because it's not not exactly moving a ton of people per hour. Yeah, for sure. What else you got in cons? Just that it, I mean that's it outside and it feels like it doesn't move because not only is it a lower capacity, but the lightning lane is usually cranking, right? Yeah. And I mentioned yeah. it last week when we, we were talking about it. Um, the light, even the lightning lane can back up every now and then. So of course that's it's going to be a priority, um, mm-hmm. whether we like it or not. It is. So um, this they just feel this is one of those rides to me the lines where it feels like it's not moving a lot. Yeah, we're usually trying to get these done like pretty quick early in the morning yep. or like last ride of the night just because it can. Especially because you're outside, it just feels like you're there forever because you're hot and you're sweating and, you know, uh, I mean, obviously in the cooler months, it's not like that, but yeah, most people are there. It's warm. Um, yep. But yeah. So what did you give this overall? Overall, because I do think it's better than Alien Swirling Saucer, I gave it a mm-hmm. three. Okay. I gave this one a two because I do think it's a little bit better, but I gave it a two because I was like, well, it's really not that much better. Well, uh, our but votes. the ride is better and the theming is better. So what yeah. did our votes say? Um, our votes are kind of all over the place. 33% gave it a three star. Mm. And the next highest was 32. So not much of a difference. 32% mm. for a two star. So okay. 65% gave it a two or a three. There was still 18% that gave it four stars. Interesting. I okay. thought so too. And then the remaining 17% were one star. So the majority here yeah. was that it's a two to a three star yeah. queue. So in other words, not bad. All right, we'll move over. Um, changing land, like lands completely here. So we're out of yeah. Toy Story Land. We'll move over Heading to down the Sunset, sunset Boulevard. Um, we'll start with Tower of Terror there, right there at the end of mm-hmm. Sunset. Um, I'll give you some pros. Uh, yeah. This music, and if you're if you don't quite remember, this is what the favorite. area music sounds like. <laughs> some hot sacks over there at the Hollywood Tower Hotel. So good. It is good. So um, the music that they play kind of around, you know, around that queue. This is a real interesting queue because mm-hmm. it's like you're walking around the like the gardens kind of of mm-hmm. this hotel. Um, so the, the vibe there is really interesting. Like it really does put you in a mood. I think they did a really good job with making it. It just feels like a different type of line than most other lines that, that I've been in. And um, luckily, as of, I think, May of this year, the misters are working again. There was some time where they were down mm-hmm. um, and they were maybe inconsistently working. Um, but I believe that they are back to normal operation and um, they do help. They do can yeah. make you feel a little bit uh, cooler out there. This is another attraction where I think you really get your anticipation built up throughout, just like with Slinky Dog, but with this. Of course, you can hear the doors fly open mm-hmm. on the tower and you hear people scream the whole time, like, mm-hmm. you know, every every couple of minutes or whatever it is, which is cool. Um, once you're out of the garden kind of area and you're actually like entering the building, this is where it's at, right? You're not there mm-hmm. for very long. But this this area, the lobby of this fake Hollywood Tower Hotel um, might be might be in the top five like best themed interiors of Walt Disney World in Greg's opinion. Wish we could spend more time in there because mm-hmm. you're really just like 
walking the corner of the room and you have to yeah. look at everything. But it is such a unique, if not iconic, you know, interior of, of really everything in Disney. Yeah. Did you look at my notes, by the way? Oh, no. Because I Why, literally this... have not here. I wish you could spend more time in the lobby oh, area. <laughs> like, we just think a lot of No, alike, so. I guess we do. So those <laughs> yeah. those are my, my pros that it's, it's quite the vibe that this ride sets up and the music is cool. Yeah. So I'm kind of in the same boat. I think, you know, when you're outside, you're mostly in the shade, but it, it can get hot out there. But once you're inside, that's where like the real, you know, the other part of like the theming mm. kind of takes place. I do yep. wish that you could spend more time in the lobby area. But um, I also think it has a great pre-show area before you get into the inside line. And then the, even the inside line has a great has great theming because I feel yep. like we forget about you know, once you're out of the pre-show, there's still another line queue. Yep. Um, and I think the pre-show is great. It splits up the line. So it kind of gives you something like to do that's interactive before you get into the other line. And then obviously it's kind of like you're in the boiler room, right? Like you're trying, you're waiting to get on the elevator. Um, and I think the theming there is really great. Obviously it's nice because you're in air conditioned area that at that point, the lines kind of split off. And so they kind of feel like they move quicker because mm-hmm. you're, you know, there's more, ele- like there's a bunch of elevators going at the same time. Um, so I think that's another pro of it. And yeah, I think those are like the outside, the, the outside music is my favorite. Like what you yep. played is my favorite. I love walking up and hearing that because it's like this echoed like sound to it down when you're in that garden oh, yeah. area. And it's just my favorite. I absolutely love it. And um, yeah, I love that they like, you know, do kind of what they do at Tower or at um, Haunted Mansion, where it's like that's 13 minute wait, and mm-hmm. you know they kind of like add to the vibe of all the yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So those are a lot of my pros. Now cons, I don't think there are many cons here. I think obviously the pre-show is mostly outside, but I think that there's enough going on there that it's like it's really not that bad. Um, I don't know what the ride capacity is, but I do feel like the line kind of moves, mm. especially. I mean, it moves slower when you're outside, but I think once you get to the pre-show and then after that, it it moves pretty quickly. It's kind of a medium ride capacity. Yeah. It's it's 2,000, so okay. it's less Not than great. Toy Story Mania, but more than Slinky Dog. I mean, for sure, more than Slinky Dog. So I didn't quite put that as for me as a pro or a con. It's like right, it's like right in the middle. Right in the middle. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that was the only other con for me, too, was wishing that I could spend more time in that lobby area. Like, I just wish there was a way they could do, like, a kickback in there just so mm. you would get more time um, to see all the details because the details in there are crazy. Now, it is like a... Um, you know, you can do like a private tour in there or something because there's a book. There's like a guest book that you can sign. I've seen oh. the Lost Bros do it before. Have you seen this? I don't know. I have not. They've gotten to like go into the actual lobby and then there's like a guest book in there that you can sign if you mm. get if you do whatever this tour is. I don't know I don't what know. it is, like how you get to do this. But I do, I do know that know. there is a separate um, there's a separate thing for that. Interesting. I had to go back and find it when they did it. But I was like, how did I not know this is a thing? <laughs> um but yeah, and then obviously when you get good cast members in there that are kind of like acting like the theme, it adds to it. So we can't forget the magic that they make. So let's turn a corner. I don't really like this cue. So I really, um, I really don't. I, I, um, I the the music for me like is good. Like I mentioned it in the mm-hmm. pros, and I really do mean like I really do think they do such a good job of like creating this this feeling. I I just I feel like you take a it takes a long time to get to the really good part. And then yeah. when you're in the really good part, you sometimes don't even get to look because like you are trying to catch up with the party in front of you type thing. Yeah. And they're um, like, I, move, move. Like, yeah. Because it's like filling all the available space. space. <laughs> okay. So which is that part I get because they're just trying to be efficient. But I just like knowing, at least thinking about what this uh, cue could have been. Um, and I, I don't know, you know, 
I'm not saying they necessarily have the space to make the lobby bigger, but maybe they do. They could they could figure it out, something. They could. Expand the lobby out, make it bigger, um, which I'm sure they're never going to do. Mm-mm. It's probably more likely they'll retheme it before they change the size True. of the lobby. Um, but it's so to me, it's just so strange that you're at, in a lobby of a hotel and it's so teeny tiny because mm-hmm. even the California version is not that way. So I don't understand like why it's so why weird. Why is that way? Yeah. Um, so I just I just don't like that. I just think that the the queue is kind of like a like a waste. I don't know this to me is nothing to look at. I like that there are misters, but I don't like to be misted. But I like mm. the I like I appreciate that people like it. Mm-hmm. Um, you are entire you basically outdoors the whole time until you get into the the little bit of the building. And although there are trees, there are still lots of times you're in direct sunlight. And there yeah. are so many times that I've gone by that queue and it has spilled out into like the walk, like the walking path yeah. to get to um, mm-hmm. Tower of Terror. Because it's well, a hundred and ten minute way. And you're like walking up a hill when you're walking yes. up there. So so um, I gave it a two, everybody. Okay. I actually gave this a three and a half. Whoa. Um, okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, although I think that the outside area kind of like sucks like it's not the greatest i do like that you get the anticipation of the sounds um but i think once you're inside it's great and so i gave it a three and a half okay well let's go to the polls uh 67 percent 67 what do you think 67 percent voted on this one a two 67 percent give it a four star four okay so i'm pretty close then yeah next highest was 24 percent with three stars all right, Follow so me on this journey, everybody. I'm in the majority here. Six <laughs> percent uh, were with me and gave it a two, and well, then a little grumpy old... pants just don't have to ride the ride. Then and you can. Uh, move and aside. I don't. I wait until I go to Disneyland and I ride that one. Um, and then three percent gave it a a, a a one star. So, you know, yeah. between the, the top two, that's ninety one percent gave it a three or a four. In other words, this seems to be a popular and well liked queue. Right. All right. I mean, you're all wrong, but you're all Whatever. agreeing. <laughs> We're, All right, our last attraction is right across mm. the way there, Rock and Roll Attraction. Hey, <laughs> It's the first thing I think of every time. Really? Yeah, that thing, especially if I ever have a countdown in my head, like that's how it, that's how I hear it in my I head. I always is think that. of backstage passes. <laughs> I love that uh. idea. I love that idea. All right, Rock and Roller Coaster, let's talk about the pros. What you got, Greg? Pros, the outdoor part is covered, so you're not typically in direct sunlight and just have a bunch of fans along the, the way. Once mm-hmm. you are inside, there is some cool theming going on there. It starts uh, right off with the that red and white guitar that's built into the door. It's like the door that kind of is propped open. There's mm-hmm. a guitar right there, so you know you're about to walk into some kind of music-themed things. Right there, that kind of atrium room, if you will, has a bunch of lighting effects and the concert posters that might show your name in it if you're wearing a magic band. And then the next is all the studio equipment behind the the glass that you can see and the little signs will allow them to kind of explain to you what you're looking at, like museum style stuff. So like, that's cool. You feel like you're actually being pulled in mm-hmm. to a recording studio. And then of course, um, as you leave that, it's the room with like a bunch of posters and memorabilia on the wall. That's kind of that room where they split you out into the quote, you know, like recording studio room. Mm-hmm. And then um, that's, that's the end of that. And then you're in the pre-show. And then after the pre-show, uh, but before the actual ride, you're in that like street, like the back streets mm-hmm. alley area where you're holding on to the chain link fence like you're in prison. And then you watch all the car. Like that is cool when you see like people yeah. see the car get pulled for the first time and like and kids are freaking out and yep. Greg's freaking out. Um, like <laughs> that, those are all fun things for the queue of this of this ride. Yeah. Um, I kind of had the same thing. I, you know, like once you get inside, it's air conditioned. 
outside. There really is nothing outside. Like they didn't even really try with the theming on the outside of this. <laughs> They're kind of like, just wait till you get inside. It's going to be great. Um, so I do like the theming of the inside area. Like you said, it does have some interactive stuff if you have a magic band on. So that's kind of cool to look for. Um, and then I like the anticipation after the pre-show, like you said, because you get to see the beginning of the ride. So you're anticipating what's going on. It kind of gives you that feel of like, you're waiting to get into the venue, um, to, you know, to see the show. So I really do like that. Another uh, pro here for me is a single rider line. We haven't talked yes. a lot about this cause we haven't Good really call. done too many of them, but the single rider line really is a pro, especially mm-hmm. if it's not that long, um, single rider. I mean, you can get on the ride pretty quickly, even if there's like two or three of you. And you just want to get on it quicker. It's like hop in the single rider line. It's great yep. for that. Um, yeah, my main cons for this ride, when you're outside, there's nothing to look at. I just said that. There's no interact, nothing interactive there. Like, there's not really much interactive when you're inside, but there's just a lot of things to look at. Um, and it's hot when you're outside, but they do have like the fans and things, and it's covered, like you said. I think just some of it needs to be updated. I think that's probably a big con. I mean, they've talked about updating this like whole attraction for I feel like years. But it's just not happening yet. There are other parks that have already like updated this ride. Like yep. when we were at Disneyland Paris, it's not Rock and Roller Coaster anymore. It's actually like a flight school for Avengers. Uh, it's like, Iron Man, right? Yeah. Well, it's like uh, Avengers Flight School. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not even like themed to one whatever. Um, so you know, I think they've talked about retheming it, but we'll see what happens with it. But overall, I think it's a great cue. Um, I do like, you know, when you walk into that area and you see the big like guitar and the music's playing, it's like you're immediately immersed in that. Mm-hmm. And I love Aerosmith, so I really dig it. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are the things that I have for my pros and cons. What was your what, what other cons do you have? Um, well, you mentioned that there isn't really anything going on in the queue. And in my notes, I wrote, is this Disney or Six Flags? Because it feels <laughs> like it's not a Disney queue. It's so it bizarre. Like it could be universal. I mean, it could be a universal ride. I mean, it's a bunch of plain concrete. It's just so strange. It's yeah. plain, like neutral colored concrete walls and yeah. a ramp that you have to. It's just so strange. It is I don't strange know, out there. It's I don't like they know didn't why. even try to like paint a mural or something. Nothing. Like, I mean, you could put graffiti out there and it would be more themed to just, like something going to some kind of venue you know I what i just, mean it's so strange to me I, yeah. I mean, what do i know um yeah. and that damn marble door you know what i'm talking about the door with the yeah. marbles in it to me yeah. that's what the door to hell was probably like <laughs> i just get so irritated with that sound maybe i'm being grumpy that's fine yeah i just hate it um a short time inside and as far as the right ride capacity goes we're at 1800 per hour so more yeah. than mm. slinky dog but less than some other coasters but all in all like it's it's like it's okay it's like an okay capacity for a, a coaster 47 percent agree with you and gave it a three, three. star okay. rating yeah. uh, the next highest was 24 percent with a two star but 23 percent were the four star so this is like really really spread out and then a very little bit um gave it a, a one star so i would yeah. say overall with just under half of the votes going to a three star and the other one split between the two it's like a not this is a not bad attraction yeah. queue yeah. All in all, not bad. Good deal. All right. Well, the the votes are in, and that's what we have for you today. Uh, part two, when we do this, we're going to cover Rise of the Resistance. We're going to cover the Millennium Falcon, Star Tours, Greg's favorite, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. <gasps> Spoiler. And we're also going to cover Muppet Vision 3D. So stay tuned for that. All right, 
let's go back in time with some Disney history. As always, brought to you in partnership with The Mouselets. Make sure you're uh, checking them out on TikTok, Instagram, their website. If you saw Mouselet One just posted that video of the book that she got of all the Disney yeah. trivia. So yeah. I can't wait to learn even more stuff I know. from them over on their Instagram. Love it. All right. I'm going to take us back to 1986. So 37 years ago, this week, as part of Disney World's 15th anniversary, the Epcot Extravaganza took place um, in, a, in a late night. It was 6 p.m. to midnight. Each of the 10 countries, at the time there were 10, each of the 10 countries of World Showcase celebrated with a presentation of music, entertainment, and food. So all of the nations got together wow. to celebrate the 15th anniversary of Walt Disney World. And only the fourth year of Epcot, but 15 of Walt Disney World. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm taking us back to 1971. Do you know what happened then? This week, 1971, October 1st. I don't know. I don't know. Well, I'm about to tell you. Almost 10,000, just 10,000 visitors converged near Orlando, Florida to witness the grand opening of Walt Disney World, which includes the Magic Kingdoms, which was uh, Disney's second theme park and two resorts. Uh, I'm going to read this quote here. So this quote says, On the morning of October 1st, we felt like we were bracing for the D-Day invasion. I climbed into a helicopter with our chief operating officer, Dick Nunez, and we took off in the early morning light to check the invasion. We both got very excited because we could see a long string of car lights coming from the city of Orlando. But as they approached the property, they turned off at the back gate. Almost all of them were employees. Everyone else was afraid to come out of their houses. The opening day crowd was, you might say, underwhelming. We had almost as many employees as guests. That was from Executive Vice President Card Walker at the time. Oh. Uh, most people don't realize that it was kind of a bust, their opening day, because a lot of people really stayed away because they thought that it was going to be insane. Um, stepping off for the first time at the new Magic Kingdom is the Character Parade. Disney World's very first daily parade took place twice a day at 1230 and 530. And that parade ran through December 9th. And playing piano over at Cork. Coke Corner on this day, opening day at Magic Kingdom, is Randy Morris. Five mm. decades later to the day, he was still tickling the ivories on Disney World's 50th anniversary. Wow. Big deal. Um, tickling also, those ivories. Yeah. Also on this day, a special 9 by 5 foot American flag was flown over the White House in Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. for DC? the first time. <laughs> for the first time. It was later gifted to Walt Disney World by U.S. President Nixon. And that was the uh, this flag that would be raised in Town Square on October 25th, Magic Kingdom's official dedication day. Wow. All that lots stuff. Of, 50, lots of fun stuff. Three, 52 years ago. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. All right. Before Greg wraps us up with a lovely quote, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can leave us a review on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcasts. You can also follow along with us on Instagram at that Park Life Podcast. If you want to leave us a question, you can do so on our Instagram highlight. It's Ask Beth and Greg. To follow our personal accounts, I am at the Real Beth McDonald, and I am at the Disney Greg. And if you want to follow along and get more of us, you can follow our other projects that we have. Which uh, Greg is at the Quick Escape Pod. He's got another podcast he's doing over there, and I am at Simplistic Thrills with a merch shop. If you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, or just simply share some Disney magic with loved ones who can't get to the parks, you can head over to our website. It's thatparklifepodcast.com. This is where all the magic happens. Um, you can submit your magic grams there. It's free for everyone. You can also look up previous episodes. If you're looking for specific topics, you can go do a word search there. All the things. 
Also, if you want to join our lovely gang of Diz nerds, what we talked about at the beginning of the episode, you can head over to patreon.com slash thatparklightpodcast and you can get all of the new features we have over there. So we dive deeper into our lives and we have a ton of other new offerings. So head over there and check it out. Don't forget our Amazon shopping list as well. The link will be in the description of this episode where we love to share with you all the things that we like to use when we're in the parks that we think you should take a look at. You might be forgetting something that will help you out. Um, we do get a little kickback from that, but it is no additional cost to you. All right, Greg, are you ready? Are you ready? I've got I'm a quote. F- a quote. I've got That's a quote. A- you can do an accent, can't you? There. No, it's a quote. I said quote because it's a Walt quote, and I didn't mean for it to combine it the words. A- but here we it are. It technically is a quote, then, isn't it? Yes, a quote from Mr. Walter Elias Disney, who once said, and I quote, "Quote, if you've done the very best you can." then worrying won't make it any better. Oh, coming in hot with the audio. <laughs> All, right. All right, everybody. Get out of we here, everyone. See we'll you see you next, next week. week.